The workplace of the digital economy can be described as the convergence of old practices with new technologies, with the winner likely to be influenced by any number of factors, including staying ahead of the technology curve. Gartner says that the future of work continues to be synonymous with the remote and hybrid workforce. But while this shift is a seismic change for many organizations, it is only part of the equation. Workforce planning, anticipating future talent needs, is at the epicenter of a future of work strategy and is a top priority for HR leaders. But today's workforce planning is disconnected from the reality and current strategies are ineffective at combating the disrupted landscape. Gartner recommends shifting skills, scarce talent, high turnover, and a shift in the employee-employer dynamic. Now, in today's podcast for Future CIO, we are joined by Mr. Ethan Lee, Chief Strategy Officer at Maven Point to talk about the evolving corporate learning for the hybrid workforce. Ethan, welcome to Podcast for Future CIO. Thank you for having me. What would you say are the key trends of a hybrid work model in 2022? So I think, um, you know, as we are shifting to a digital and knowledge-based economy globally, and a vibrant workforce is more important than ever, to be very honest with you. You mentioned about all those big turnovers, people resigning and quitting their jobs. I think due to a recent report that was done on employee well-being, you know, the top driver of great working culture identified to be opportunities to learn and grow. And also all those internal collaborations that people have, um, you know, across different business units, across different departments and all that. And the financial benefits and perks, you know, no longer the, the only determining factor for the best workforce and employment opportunities. So I think employees' priorities are increasingly shifting towards, um, you know, workplace flexibilities as well as professional development for, you know, job satisfactions over there. You mentioned the changing priorities of employees today. In terms of this new model or this new priorities for employees, what has worked so far and what has not worked? Right. So that's a very good question. So what we observe in our conversations with, you know, our clients, you know, as a technology provider here and also HR experts around the globe. So we find that one of the main challenges they are having today is really a lot of people are talking about, you know, in-person experience versus, you know, remote as well as online experiences. I think the first important part is to really ensure that the in-person experience of learning or, you know, or workplace is not really lost when it's moving to online. So a lot of people are having this basically misperception whereby online or hybrid work is kind of less engaging and motivating when it comes to, you know, comparing to in-person experiences. But a lot of times, I think a lot of HR experts, you know, organizations out there, they're just lacking the technical know-how of how to implement and leverage, you know, all those various tools and technologies out there to help them carry on the in-person experience into a virtual environment. And also, I think it's also coupled with their hesitation on whether the exercise is truly being completed and helpful when it comes to virtual environments. A common reason and why HR experts find it difficult to build a hybrid workplace environment or learning development strategy is also because they find that these programs and, you know, a lot of the curriculums they are looking at today, it takes a lot of time and effort to curate and to develop. One of the things that has picked up quite a bit early this year is the topic of the great resignation, which I thought originally was more related to the U.S., but then again, HR executives around the region have indicated similar experiences. What mistakes can we learn from the great resignation? So I think very first part, I think leaders, it's to recognize that apart from, you know, all the business operations and stuff like that, learning and development, like what I mentioned early on, to help all those employees to grow and to allow them to collaborate seamlessly um, in a hybrid work environment 
is super important. And I think this basically supports other key business priorities as well, such as, you know, attracting and retaining talent. So leaders should think about in a way that, you know, um, they should basically, uh, I would say, you know, share the company missions as well as visions and values with all their employees. By doing that, you know, all those employees will, will likely to recommend their employer as a great workplace to work in or to stay in. They are less likely to say that, you know, they're thinking about leaving the current employer. And I think leaders must embrace learning and development. A lot of that is driven by HR departments. Some of the companies, they do have a corporate learning and development, you know, um, department as well to sort of for formulate ambitious visions for the future. So, and they should sort of, I would say, like embrace diversity in the corporate learning and development environment so that the whole company is getting a competitive advantage to respond quickly to the changing environment and every changing needs in the market. We are coming to 2023. How do you see yeah. hybrid work evolving? So I, I would say, you know, as the technology, you know, basically at a Maven point, as a technology um, provider, we see technology as the enabler. So when companies, they continuously, you know, drive that learning and development culture, as well as hybrid workplace environments, many of workplaces, they've already do a good job already, you know, in terms of embrace collaborative and social learning culture. And meanwhile, I think on the other side of the house, HR leaders need to start thinking and investing strategically in efficient, modern and holistic technologies out there, which helps them to, again, like what I said, drive and carry on that in-person experience into a virtual environment so that the whole experience, all the employees they are getting is seamless, be it in person or be it virtual, online, and on the other side to basically integrate all that into the daily workflow as well. So when it comes to corporate learning and development, we always say we want people to basically learn where they work and work where they learn to really integrate learning learning and development and, you know, professional development and all the career growth that every employee is getting into their daily workflow. And at the same time, you know, all those programs and investments they are doing should be customizable to basically help each individual employee to maturing skill sets and relevant to their jobs and align with the organizational business outcomes as well. And essentially by doing that, the business will grow together as, you know, when all the employees, they are growing what is your recommendation for leaders now, not just HR, but across the board, functional leaders, for instance, as far as building a positive hybrid work culture? So I think leaders, um, I sort of mentioned that roughly just now. I think leaders must, like what I said, embrace learning and development. A lot of times companies, they are having this misunderstanding whereby learning and development previously was just a value add to the business and to all the employees. But I think with all the ever-changing economy and ever-changing environment, it's becoming more and more important. So leaders should prioritize learning and development. And like I said, think strategically on what other investments they need to make. Is it on, you know, all those uh, curriculum and courses they need to send all their employees to? Or is it on technologies that enables employees to have a better experience and, you know, to basically integrate that with the daily workflow as well? So for example, as as a single employee, if I'm working in a certain business, whereby, for example, I'm working as a project manager doing some of the projects for my company, what we uh, really want to achieve is leaders should think about how do we, uh, you know, make investments and effort in terms of helping that specific project manager to grow. And meanwhile, this person would not have to put down all the, you know, projects that he or she is doing right now. This is what we mean by integrating all the, uh, you know, technologies and tools and effort into the daily workflow. And eventually when the project manager becomes better, he or she will be able to kind of complete the work that has been given by the company much better or you know much faster in that sense as well 
Thank you for that. And finally, to help our audience understand where you are coming from for this interview, how would you describe Maven Point? Maven Point, if you notice uh, the spelling of the name, so we intentionally put an I in the middle of Maven. You know, Maven is basically known as like experts on certain areas, but we're putting an I. There are so many good words starting with I. We're talking about innovations. We're talking about inspirations and all that. But I think most importantly, Maven Point as a learning technology company out there, what we're trying to achieve is to offer each individual the best experience, starting from the very beginning. For example, we're talking about each individual employees looking for upscaling opportunities, looking for career growth. How do we maximize the experience that every single employee is having in a corporate learning and environment? And meanwhile, we'll cover all the various other stakeholders in this scenario as well. You know, how do we help HR people plan better learning and development strategies? How do we help leaders to have that strategic thinking about what they should invest in, all sort of covered by technology? Like what I say, technology as the enabler. And I think we want to bring our technology that we build to, you know, all those companies out there who are struggling in terms of offering the best experience, especially in a hybrid working environment when it comes to learning or when it comes to career development and all that. Ethan, thank you for joining us on Podchats for Future CIO. Thank you for having me. That was Ethan Lee, Chief Strategy Officer for Maven Point on the topic of evolving corporate learning for the hybrid workforce. You are listening to Podchats for Future CIO. As always, if you have a topic you'd like us to cover on this channel, simply email us at editors at society.com. We'd also like to invite you to sign up for a free weekly newsletter so you won't miss an episode of Podchats for Future CIO. In the meantime, stay safe, have a great day, and see you on the next episode of Podchats for Future CIO. Bye for now.